Greeting Earthlings, we have now taken over your radio. Hello and welcome in to the Jayhawk Talk Podcast. I am Kevin and join with me as always is Andrew. And Andrew, we had a little blue blood matchup last night. It is a championship Sunday. I feel freaking great. Now, you too, right? We're good. We're good. Kev- Kevin, I am rolling. Oh, that was a uh, what we needed. That was just what the doctor ordered uh-huh. to go into Rupp Arena to see Calipari over there with the slick back hair on the other side of the bench with his we're defending uh, national player of the year with mm. his, his high powered recruits. You know this this Rupp Arena preseason number that, one that, that thinks they're the that thinks they're the best home court they think they are so to walk in there to get our mojo back and really not just in terms of going out there and get a win but doing the things we were bad at right and we made some adjustments and we'll talk about that but really you saw it start to come together this team. If they can just keep their ankles uh, uh, healed up, which seems to be a th- running theme here <laughs> in the Kansas City area of ankle troubles, Uh-oh. If we can get those. Then, uh, hey, it's a whole new season. It was a cleansing. It was a mojo. I heard those two words. I think you're right, Andrew. And the thing that I was most excited about is it was a it was a toughness win. It was a grit win. It was a it was a big boy win. Uh, you know those guys are. Those guys are dudes. They got dudes over there. Not, not, I know they haven't played well, and you can line up and say whatever about Calipari, but man, like we deserve to win that game. It wasn't even close. And I think the the you know making shots late, seeing Alpha Jalen be Alpha Jalen again, seeing the bench contribute, Andrew, seeing some shots go down, seeing Ernest. How about that? Saw some Ernest in there. One of the Ernest. best plus minus players on the game. I loved Ernest in there. We saw some dunks. We saw lobs. I mean, this is feels like we're back. These are the things that we needed to see. And of course, most importantly, saw some great defense and rebounding, which has been missing the last few games. I think that's really the key, right? Is if you had to design or to pick a team that we would probably match up worst against with how we were rebounding, it would be, Oh, well, don't want to play Kentucky, especially at Rupp Arena. But it looked like rebounding, specifically defensive rebounding, and and even a little bit offensive rebounding, was a strength. You would have thought that we were the better rebounding team yesterday, not this Oscar Sheepway led rebounding machine in Kentucky. Uh, we had that upper hand, and if if we would rebound like that, and if we would have rebounded like that against K State, and maybe not against TCU, but uh, against K-State and maybe against Baylor, I think we have different outcomes. So this is something to maybe build on. Yeah, 31 to 26. We win the rebounding edge, Andrew. Kevin McCuller with 12. Jalen Wilson with right. eight. And I, I mean, would say we, that we wouldn't have even have needed to win it. We just would have had to kept it, kept it close or not get blown out to win that game. And to go out there and, and to be on the upper hand, and, and it wasn't a perfect rebounding game, Uh how many KJ Adams have two? Mm, yeah. He's been a little lacking in the department, but his, I think his biggest assignment was uh, block a motherfucker out. <laughs> Oscar, <laughs> like, keep Oscar out of the don't way. Don't worry about it. Let someone else get the board. I think, I think probably KJ had more, uh, more potential opportunities for rebounds, but he just cleared the, the room for, for somebody else like Jalen or, or Kevin to get those. That, that was his job. Put a body on the dude. And to uh, talk about KJ, if, if this is a, a one-on-one battle with Oscar, I wouldn't say that uh, KJ won that battle, but it was at least a draw. And if you can have a guy who's playing really his first year of meaningful basketball get a draw against the uh, reigning national player of the year, call that a win. Giving up 40 pounds, like giving up 40 pounds against the dude. And he goes eight for 10. I mean, that pick and roll is back. The pick and roll was back. I mean, he he played great again. And I think that's another thing we figured out, and we know this, but... When we were winning, KJ was playing well. He was high efficiency. He was getting the ball in the basket. He was making free throws. He was doing kind of dirty work. He was the guy, you know, in some ways you could even say he was kind of Jalen last year. 
like get the putbacks, get the, the baskets in the lane, do the right things, be a garbage man. Like he, he has been, when we play well, he plays well. I think we've kind of figured that out and you know, he hasn't played as great the last few games. It's good to see that. And foul trouble has been part of that. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, he had a little bit of it that this game, but really kind of put it together in the second half and, and didn't have to sit because of fouls. I think he, you know, ended the game with, with his two that he had in the first half pretty quick. But uh, yeah, when, when cage is on the floor, uh, it's, it's a whole different story And to talk about another guy. Let's talk about Dwan Harris. I think I'm going to chalk up this three game losing streak to Dwan actually had a concussion or had <laughs> something because he did not look right after that fall at K state. Uh, something was up and I'm not saying he had a concussion, but something was like maybe a, a wire got knocked loose up there in the old sure. noggin. Something take the game out and blow on it and put it back in. The, yeah. the last thing I'm saying is that the uh, training staff is not doing their job, but what I am saying, not fully there, not, not quite, quite there yet. But last night you, you saw it. I mean, he hits two, three pointers and he, I think he hits two of our four, three pointers or he, he, you know, well, those were needed buckets and he's come up in the clutch on those and, uh, and otherwise really played well defensively, ha- active hands in the passing lanes uh, and uh, you know, enough to put us uh, offensively uh, above the ticker that pick and roll game. He does with Ernest and then he does with KJ is almost unstoppable. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a thing. It's a work of art. It's a work of art. And you know, I'll, I'll defend Duan on one thing. He's been playing great defensively. I think you can count on that. He's, he has taken other dudes out of the game even during this stretch, but, but yeah, I get it. Uh, He, he wasn't playing. It's almost like he wasn't quite as co- like playing as confident or something right, as he right. as he was. He wasn't being the, you know, the the quarterback. And uh, and when you hear footsteps as a quarterback, you're just not the same guy. And I I, I mean I think you're right. He was great. He was he had eight assists and two two turnovers. You take that every game. Uh, got a couple buckets to go down, which he hadn't seen go down in a long time. Uh, absolutely, it, it was a fun game, Andrew. Of course, the meaningless in the long term, but meaningful in the short term because we fucking needed it I mean, we needed, we needed that it. win. Yeah, Bill Zelva's never lost four in a row at Kansas. I mean, and you, and, and to stop that to your point, you got to go on the road to Rupp arena, uh, primetime game, the, 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 the capstone to the, to the big 12 sec challenge. And, and they did it. They got it done. And I thought it was a great game plan. I think self had one of his best games of the season. Um, and Everybody, you know, did their part. It's a great team win. Bill Self in the post game says, "Our boys played like men." That's the best compliment Bill Self can give. <laughs> I think you know. <laughs> I, uh, yes, because because usually he's all about like we were soft, we were boys, yeah, we were children. Babies, out there. Yeah. But for him yeah. to call you a man, that's that's something. That's that's a, a dog or man. These those are his two. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, before we move on, Kevin, and talk about kind of some some upcoming things and some some general things, this is likely the last version of the Big Twelve SEC Challenge that uh, that there will be. It will likely not be renewed. Uh, the rumors are that the SEC and the ACC are going to team up to do a challenge, and that the Big Ten and the Big Twelve. We'll also team up to do some kind of challenge, but let's, let's put the sec challenge to bed. Uh, let's do a little, little elegy, little eulogy for this late January, <laughs> uh, yeah. festival of basketball. What will you remember most about the big 12 sec challenge? Kevin, I remember that we, the big 12 won more than they lost. I'll remember obviously some, interesting KU Kentucky games, some good, some not so good. Uh, I'll remember kind of hating it that it happens in the middle of the big 12 season. I'm not a fan. I think it's strange. It feels weird. It's a seed line game and that's it. But like, it's almost like this weird break where mm-hmm. you're so worried about the big, especially during the streak. Like when we are doing this, like you don't want to think about anything, but like the next game, the next big 12 game. So like uh, I, I'm fine with it ending. I hope the next one renews in an actual non-con season. I'm fine with the challenge. I just don't like when it's played. It's weird. But yeah, I it, think it, it was originally designed to be like, like uh, ESPN's 
you know, football. We don't have football anymore. I get it. Supplement. So let's put this theoretically big time basketball thing. And it it is. I think it gets good reviews and good ratings. And I think a sure. lot of people are watching those games. Like yesterday. a ball game. A lot of good games yesterday. But I think you're right. As a fan, especially in a season like this, where everything is so tight and everything is so close to be pulled into this thing. It's like, Hey, we're, we're actually working on something. Yeah. We just put that <laughs> off. We, we've got something going here. Uh, I don't need to go mess around in the South. Like <laughs> I don't want to do this. Yeah. We got some stuff going. I, I agree. It is weird. Uh, but let's talk about it real quick. Cause there were some interesting games, weird games. If you think about kind of, and as the, the, the day played out, you know, Part of me, and I and I and I forgot to do it, but part of me was like, I bet the KU Kentucky game is not going to be like a really close game, one way or the other, because that's how everything else is playing out. Like weird things are happening. Let's go belt, bet some alt lines, and then I forgot. And you did, so I congratulations did. on that. But I felt I, great on the. I think you got to start with that Bama Oklahoma game, right? I mean, that's the wow twenty four point just explosion uh, victory for the Sooners. In I, Norman against allegedly the number two team in the country. I think the best way to describe this is it's it's hard to define what this next phrase is, but it's it's shocked but not surprised. Yeah. Okay. Does that, make, that makes sense. Like seeing yeah. that that score and seeing it wasn't just a close game, I mean, it was a blowout. And then not seeing close. it, uh, you know, them rushing the court, like it's shocking to see that. But it's not necessarily surprising because Oklahoma is pretty good. And as well as they play defensively, if you're not ready for that, you're going to get blown out no matter who you are. Yeah. And so it, that's, I mean, yeah. I, would I have bet Oklahoma? No way. But I'm not surprised that it actually happened. And that's probably the biggest example of that. But, you know, overall, you know, Big 12 goes seven and three. And it probably should have been more. You know, there's a couple close games. Um, TCU probably wins if Mike Miles stays healthy. Yeah, that was a bummer. Uh, so, you know, I think it just top to bottom shows you the strength of of the Big 12. And some of the scheduling stuff, uh, I love that Texas played TC or Texas played uh, Tennessee. Yeah, like, what, great. what a what a great game there. It's a Rick Barnes special. Rick Barnes, yeah. Uh, and, and Florida so, playing K-State with the uh, with the tie in there with Keontae. So like that. There's there were some cool storylines, obviously made for TV stuff, but uh, yeah, I mean the Big Twelve showed pretty well. I, Iowa State really kind of ruined my that's day. The, that's the other surprising one, right? I mean, Mizzou has certainly improved since we absolutely destroyed them in Columbia two months ago. Uh, they've they've shown some life, or a month and a half ago, they've shown some life. Uh, but I thought that Cyclones would go in. Cyclones are a better team. Uh, what what happened there? Well, what happened is Missouri made 14 three-pointers. <laughs> that, that helps a lot. Uh, they shot and, 50% I, from the field against uh, one of the best defense and certainly the Big 12 and maybe you know one of the top in the country. They made they 86% of free yeah. throws. They, that's Gil, how they won the game. Gil didn't play either, but yeah. I was still like I was shocked at that. I, shocked and surprised. There we go. Yeah. Iowa State had an off day, obviously, uh, but still pissed me off. I, wanted, I don't cheer for Iowa State that often, but like this is this is the time. <laughs> this is when you got my undivided attention. <laughs> Come on, Cyclones fan. Uh, that was probably the most disappointing game. Obviously, West Virginia getting it done. The bottom half of the Big 12, which coming into the day, we should have known. Like, don't bet the top half of the Big 12. Right. Bet the bottom half. Because our five through ten is better than every five through ten in the country, not close. Why didn't we talk about this? That was the obvious play, and sure enough, uh, five through ten does pretty darn well. Uh, Oklahoma State wins. Uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma wins. West Texas Virginia. Tech wins. West Virginia wins. Should have known. Should have parlayed those. Andrew, what are we doing? What are we doing? It's a, it's I wonder. What, obvious... I wonder what that would have paid out. Because that, if, even if you take just the money line. Or either way. Well, Oklahoma was the big one, and they were only on the money line. They were only plus one seventy. Like the 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 bookies had an eye on that game. It was a they five knew. point five point advantage for Bama. That's not very many against the 
allegedly number two team in the country versus a team who's allegedly the you know, ninth best in the Big 12. Uh, but they knew. You're right. Should have been a sign. Didn't pick up on it. So uh, that's enough about this, whatever, Big 12 SEC challenge. All, all I'll say is I'm kind of glad it happened this year because if there was a time we needed a break from the from the gauntlet, this was it. Um, and you don't want to say Kentucky's uh, the break, but I think they kind of were. (laughs) Kentucky's the break. Uh, They've been playing great, though. They've been playing really good. Yeah, to put that Kentucky thing to bed, uh, remember, we got blown out by this Kentucky team last year in Allen Fieldhouse. And the roster's a little different, uh, you know, but not that much different. Yeah. I mean, I think structurally, uh, with Oscar and some good guards, and Jacob Toppin, like that's pretty close to what it was. And, you know, to go in and really show out against what you've been doing the past three games and to kind of, you know, correct yourself from what happened last year. I think that was a, a not a must win, but like for your head, for your headspace, it was definitely like if you'd have lost this, you, there's definitely some tailspin thoughts going through your head. I think it was but, kind of a must win. I've like, I felt. Really, like this was a really, really important game. I mean, you lose that game, and then you've got K State coming in on Tuesday. And then you I go to Iowa State. <laughs> your head is just completely in a different spot. Yeah, with 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 a win and a you know nine point win, solid. Everybody played pretty solid. You can you can build on that, and so oh. I'm feeling I'm feeling good about K State. Is is oh. really what I'm telling you, Kevin. One question, and I want to get to that. We obviously will talk about the clash and the car, but I'm a I'm a strict believer. It's football Sunday, right? We got championship Sunday. I'm a firm believer in decision making where you should make the decision that your opponent doesn't want you to make. Right. So, like on let's say it's fourth and three, and you're driving and you're down seven or whatever, and like you're looking at the team as a defense, you hope they punt. Like you don't want them to pick it up. Like I want to, I, I, then I'm going to go for it. Like there's that, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you, you follow my logic here. You should do the thing that the defense, especially the fans doesn't want you to do, even if it's got some risk. My point yeah. here is this, would you say as a K state fan, cause I've talked to a few of them, they, would you think that they would have appreciated the result that happened here or KU to lose that game at Kentucky? Cause all of my friends at K state fans have said they wish or they're they're they uh they're happy KU won because had KU lost it would have been worse for them because they're like oh four and oh, four losses and now they're really pissed off or whatever. Uh, I tend to not sure about that, but I'm curious what what do you think? If you're a K State fan, which would you rather have had, had happen? KU to lose, extend the four and zero losing streak, or win and maybe feel better about yourself going against K State? Oh, that's a good question. I don't really know, but you know, I don't know if I, 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 at some point you start talking yourselves in circles on some listings. Of course. But, but like I do that, like when I'm looking ahead uh, to, to other teams playing, like, oh, I hope they win this game because I don't want them coming into our game with, with a loss. Right. But like, this is like a whole different deal because of the losing streak. Yeah. Because of the streak. Yeah. So I don't think it really matters. And not that like how I feel about it <laughs> impacts what the game is, like how the game's played out. But like, I'd like to think so, you know? Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a topic for a couple of douchebags on a podcast to talk yeah. about. Like that's it. That's all it is. Right. But who think, who think they matter in terms of wins and losses <laughs> because we know that's all it yeah. is. No, but no, I hear you. I hear okay. you. So it doesn't matter. It's got big, big clash on the car. On, right. on Tuesday. Okay, so before we go to Clash on the Call, I have one question for you, and this probably should have been the lead. We we danced around it here, but Andrew, I'm ask one simple question: Is KU back? Back, I'm back, I'm back. Yeah, we're back. That was He's what back. we needed. And okay. and I'll say this: like losing by one in overtime to K State with three fouled out starters. I'm okay with that. Okay. Like that'll happen. It doesn't happen that we lose the case. But case eight, they, they, they will probably be ranked in the top three or four. Uh, yeah. come Monday. How crazy is that? Uh, I think we'll jump up a couple too, depending on how they view Baylor. But then, but then the next thing is the Baylor game last Monday, 
we lose by a handful in Waco against the team that was predicted to win the big 12 and will probably still be a top four seed. Uh, the team with, you know, all Americans and, you know, this, this, a, it's a good team down there. So for us to do that game, that's okay with me as well. Like I'm, I'm fine with that. It's, and I think that we, you know, you saw some things from Grady there. You saw some, some momentum building stuff uh, that happened in that Baylor game. So I'm okay with those. The, the outlier is TCU. Yep. <laughs> Which that's not okay. What Whatever happened there was, was not okay. So really we're just talking about that one game. So it just so happens that they happened right in a row. Yep. So we put those for some, for some reason, we, we put those group those together and think they mean something and maybe they do, maybe they don't, but a lot of players just hadn't been playing well all at the same time. And I think that that's, that's fixed. I think we saw that yesterday. I think everybody's kind of, as long as the ankles are healthy. So I think we were back and I think we were back against Baylor. I think okay. we had to just overcome that TCU embarrassment. And as long as we didn't embarrass ourselves again against Baylor, which I don't think we did, then I think we're back. So Kentucky only solidified it, but I think I was already there, even without a win in Waco. You don't want one loss to become two losses and two losses to become three losses, right? That's that's the only thing you can talk about when, you, when you're trying to talk about, I guess, the, you know, you have a bad game. You have a throwaway or something happens and it doesn't go right. You don't want that to turn into the next thing, right? You don't want that team, you know, the, the old cliche, like they, they got broken by that game. Uh, and you see it like it's a momentum thing. I know that's kind of a dumb word in sports, but you, you do see it. It's a confidence thing too. And uh, you know, I don't think the K state game did any, had anything to do with the TCU game. I don't think so. It was just mighty, might've just been a dud, but it still, you know, happened right after that. And then again, Happened right after that with Baylor, you know, beating KU. So, like, I could see the narrative start to build where you're letting one become two or two become three or three become four. But to your point, and, and even Bill Self said this, we played good against Baylor, right? I mean, so we played right. decent against K-State. And so I, I was never in the sky is falling category, but that does not mean you didn't need this win. You no didn't one need to it to be back. Yeah. Uh, no one listens to the previous podcast where I believe you titled it. Is it time to panic? Right. And we did think two minutes on each side. Yeah. I think our conclusion was no, it's not time to panic, but uh, yeah, you still needed it. You still TCU, needed the win. TCU is the outlier. We got punked and you know, the loss at Baylor was fine. It was, you, you saw in terms of, the process, right, Kevin? What do they say about the process? Mm, trust trust the process. The trust process it. was working in Baylor. It just didn't give us the result we wanted. Here's now how we're, I know we're now back. both are coming. Here's how I know we're back. You ready? Two yep. things. And it's a beautiful sight. It was Bill Self in a jacket doing a fist mm. pump. Doing a fist pump. We He does not do mm. the fist pumps very often. We did a little one-two punch uh, fist pump at the end of that game. And he was wearing a jacket, which just gives you those kind of old, like watching the intro video type of uh, vibes where he's wearing the jacket and doing the fist pumps. Like that, that felt to me like a little bit of a Roy Williams, get the monkey off your back kind of, kind of change in, in, in vibe had to do something. And I like, and I understand it was probably, uh, they had the, the, whole staff doing it i think for coaches versus cancer uh yeah was, was the, the, the suit suits and sneakers yeah, fundraiser yeah. thing yeah but it begs the question andrew and i put a poll out on twitter last Ooh. night because oh, we came because yeah, we look because we came away with a victory and bill self did something to change and he is the most superstitious mofo on the planet we know that bill self is uh, I asked the question is self superstitious enough to return to the quarter zip or keep the jacket. And here are the two answer options. Q zip, obviously, or two jacket until next loss. What do you think the results? We have 912 votes, Andrew. 
What do you think? Oh, wow. Okay, so I just pulled up your tweet. I have not voted yet, so I don't know what what did, the I want to do result the, is. Oh, okay, you haven't no, seen I, the results. Okay. I haven't. I'm going to vote, and then I'm okay. going to see the result as soon as I vote. And All right, I'm talk gonna, me through it. What's your? I'm going to talk you through what I'm going to vote. Okay. Uh, you, you do say that Bill Self is superstitious, and uh-huh. I don't know if he's the most superstitious on the planet, uh-huh. but we've seen some things that he does that seems to indicate mm, maybe he doesn't say o- it out loud maybe a little bit of ocd there like because we see this every game we see some of these things we, you know it's the blowing into the blowing hands right. sure sure uh as he walks in, in, onto the court uh i'm sure there's a couple others but like there's that's a bunch the, there's that yeah um I, I'll, I'll also say this seeing the staff in in suits was a little jarring i think they're going through and specifically bill self is going through the same thing that the rest of us did. So the rest of us that had to dress up for work, uh, you know, in, in our field and in, in a suit <laughs> in the legal field, business field, wear suits a lot. Uh, pandemic happens. Put those in the closet. Quarter zip season. Didn't get those out for the longest time. Right. And then eventually something comes up, you know, post pandemic ish. Time to get that suit out. See if there's moths eating through it. See if it's got dust on the shoulders. See if it fits. They're just going through the same things that we're going through. Okay. And maybe it's just me looking at it. Uh, you know, haven't seen it in that context in a long time. Looked like those suits didn't fit those guys. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like those suits are all like five years old and haven't got a like, you know, got it quite freshened up yet or maybe they didn't quite remember how to put it on like oh it needs to go up a little bit higher on my waist or maybe it needs to be tucked in a slightly different way uh that i'm used to so i think they were struggling a little bit too that's just my opinion from a man who's gone through the same thing this is it from, didn't stop him from dancing in the post game though sure like this is this is my opinion not from a fashion uh expertise but just from a all right so uh, vote a, a man vote? struggling before uh, you vote I'm, before you vote what do you think the percentages are right now I'm going to guess jacket because people on Twitter are more superstitious than anybody. What do you think the numbers are? Break down. Uh, jacket 65-35. Pretty close. I'm going to go. I'm going to vote quarter zip, though. Okay. Oh, I was almost dead on. 61 yeah. and a half to 38 and a half. There you go. And the, the jacket is winning. I'm obviously going to recommend go back to the quarter zip. You know, I'm jacket you may be, guy. I'm jacket guy. You may be superstitious, but also you want to be comfortable. So you're I'm, wrong on this. I'm not wrong. You are wrong on this. There is nothing better. I've said this on this podcast. There's nothing better than something's going wrong and you tear off the jacket and you throw it on the ground or you throw it at the ref or you That's throw it at Brady Morningstar or you now. throw it. Oh, perfect. It even gets the point across more. Then you know exactly when you need it. You don't have to use magic words. Bill Self knows. What he's doing on that. Now, I, I do miss the tie, like the Roy, like ripping the tie off. All right. Always a classic. I'm I'm okay with the suits coming back as long as the ugly ties come back too. Dude, the, the ugly ties were the best. Yeah. You, you, cause we like to comment on that. Uh, <laughs> you bring back like the, the open collar. If you're going to do the open collar, you got to make sure it's the right type of shirt. Uh-huh. So there's a lot to think about. And I don't know if they had, were wearing the right shirts yesterday for the open right. collar. Let's, let's so figure this out. This. You guys got to learn this new dress code post pandemic. If you're going to do the suit, do it right. Stop it. All right, Andrew, let's talk about this K-State game because Ooh. I, so I was a little upset that we did not get to hear sandstorm in Bramlage. Did you hear this? this they didn't play it. Now Are they had suggesting we do it. Uh, I mean, sure. I don't. I like. I like Sandstorm. Take ownership of Sandstorm. <laughs> we, should, we, should, we should appropriate Sandstorm. We should appropriate it. <laughs> what we need to do is get a, like a remix Sandstorm, like some of the some like Ooh, KU version. We need to get like, Darude to do a, a remix of it. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, hey, if there is an electronic dance music person out there who can <laughs> put, cut together songs like that, and maybe put the rock chalk chant into to Sandstorm. Mm. Oh my gosh. Talk about all-time banger. Make that happen. Yeah, I like that. Uh, on a very, very ex- extreme side note, my kids love the song I'm a Jayhawk uh, because okay. I, I I taught them the words to I'm a Jayhawk. So they're I'm a Jay, 
J J J J Hogan. Right. What's the what are the words? Yeah. Do you have no idea? Do you? Down in Lawrence on the car. Okay, but do you have you seen the lyrics and other other stuff? Yeah, because we had to writing in on a whale. Changed them because Gale, a Gale, Kansas Gale, because we when Nebraska left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to change the words. So I think I've seen those lyrics before at some point, but don't really remember ever seeing those lyrics that well. And when they asked what the lyrics were, my wife and I were reading them to him. We're like, what in the, yeah. The, and the new lyrics are terrible. The old lyrics are decent. Yeah. The new lyrics are terrible. So I kind of had this little itch to rewrite again, the rewrite of, because now we have new teams coming in. So it's perfect. Oh, great. so yeah, this I'm great. asking the university of Kansas Whoever the powers that be that control that, if you decide to change the lyrics again, call your boy. I'm ready. Are you? I will gonna, do it for free. Are you? Do you have them written? No, but I will. Like I'll put some great lyrics in there about freaking whatever the Mormons or like whatever we want to do. Anyway, whoever's coming in, like it'll be. I'll make the clean version. Like the we're gonna post this on the website, and then I'll make the the dirty version. Like the Please the one that we need to put a remix on. Don't go into the Mormons. I won't. I was joking. I'm not <laughs> okay. gonna have to do the Mormons. So I'm. Um, let's just while we're Come looking on at this. Now. So what we we need to change or we reference Sooners. I might say they're old though. Is that okay? Uh, I might say they're 26. Is that is that fair? What's that? BYU. Can I say they're old? The players are old. Can I? That's not saying oh, anything negative um, about. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay, right? <laughs> So, I won't say anything about the rules. Find, I can't find the new lyrics though. It mentions that they were changed. Yeah, they're bad. We, so anyway, don't have to don't spend a lot of time on it. But if whoever the the person is that makes that call, just, I'll, I'll, just can I be a consultant on the project? All I'm asking. All right. So I'm just gonna we're gonna ask for help from Twitter. If but you don't need any. But like, here are the new mascots. We've got the Central Florida. Golden Knights or Knights? What yeah, are Knights. they? Something like just, that. Yeah. Just Knights. Uh, we've got the Houston Cougars. Sure. We've got the BYU. Also Cougars. Cougars. And we've got the Cincinnati Bearcats. Don't leave a lot of room for fun things other than like Cincinnati's a Bearcat. Oh, Bearcat. What did I say? I, I wasn't listening to you, but oh, I'm pretty sure Cincinnati's a bear cat. cat. That's right. They're bear cats. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Which has its own thing because we have bears and we have cats. Three cats. So now it's a night. combination. Yeah. Think about most, that. We've got lots of cats in the Big 12 now. Man. Baylor had uh, had sexual relationship with, with K-State and out came Cincinnati. The bear cat. Oh, God. <laughs> bear cat. <laughs> Stop it. All right. L- listen, like if if you do control that, I'm going to start an ad campaign. Like some people do a Heisman like campaign. They make a website. They like social media. You got hashtags. Let, let Jayhawk talk. Rewrite the lyrics. Tom and Jayhawk. It's all I'm asking. I promise they'll be good. I promise they'll be clean. You'll love them. I'm a pro at this. You're no one uh, has written more KU songs to other lyrics than me. I'm going to call it right now. You're um, experienced. Living. I'm not sure you've ever made a dollar off of it. So I don't know. <laughs> no. if you've, heard, you've, you've not turned professional in this. Uh, in well, it's out of the goodness of my heart. I'm doing but this you're right. pro bono. Big 12 is going to look completely different next year. We need to have new lyrics to go along with it. Pro bono work. All right. So let's talk about the clash on the call, Andrew. We're not going to play Sandstorm. The, we are uh, going to play the home. The place is going to be juiced, as Bill Self likes to say. And I think there's a, a opportunity here to exorcise a few more demons than the ones we saw against the last cats in Lexington. Uh, More cats that we got to play. How are you feeling about this game? K-State obviously continues to, to look good. Uh, They had, they had the, the, the one game against Iowa state where I thought they played really well and Iowa state played really well and they lost the game. Just like you probably should in that situation at at Iowa state. But you know, I, I think that, they look great against Florida, who kind of sucks, but they're still a top 50 Kinball team. And I think it's going to be a great game. Where are you at? Uh, I think we're going to, it's going to be more than a one point game. I think we're going to, we're going to try to show who we really are. 
uh, we're going to have all of our starters play when we want them to play. I don't, hmm. I don't, I, unless something happens, I don't think KJ Adams is going to get the foul trouble that he got in, in Manhattan, whether that's for home court purposes, uh, away court purposes in Manhattan, or, uh, he's just kind of figured out how to play defense without fouling. I think he's gotten, gotten a little bit better at that, or at least in, in his head, it's going to, his head, <laughs> it's going to be something that he needs to know to stay on the floor. The other side of that is, uh, if he does get into foul trouble, I think we saw that Ernest belongs. Ernest belonged on the floor. Yeah, you definitely uh, feel better now. Yeah, so I think that if if he does need to come in, he played in that. Maybe it's a confidence builder game for Ernest in that Kentucky. Game. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. So uh, I think uh, other than that, and if Kevin McCullers' ankle is healthy, then you've got Dwan Harris and Kevin McCuller guarding their two best players, and I would have. No other two guys in the country wanting to guard two best players than, than those two guys. So I think we're going to sh- see, you know, real defensive efforts from those two guys. Uh, and, and just a shout out to Kevin McCuller. I think Kevin McCuller is, is this year's David McCormick. I think for some Getting reason, there. KU fans just need to have some sort of whipping boy. <laughs> KU, I think he's fan on Twitter anyway, need to have some sort of whipping boy. And I just don't see it. He struggled offensively in a couple games, but the dude's like fourth in the Big Twelve in rebounds as like a six six, you know, guy who plays the three. Probably the best defender on the team. Probably the best defender uh, in the conference. Let's let's hold our horses on you know you know crucifying Kevin McCuller. Kevin McCuller is going to play. Kevin McCuller is going to play thirty five minutes a game, and I yep. think people got to get used to that. He deserves to play. You all the things you said are right. I I am probably negative on Kevin more than I should be for a lot of the same reasons that you mentioned. And I decided to figure out why. So I put out a tweet yesterday that clarifies why I get frustrated. His shot selection is really all it is. Everything else is great. I, I think you're right. That's what one. And I said, wide open three occasionally check Mark, shoot it. Right. That's number one baseline back cut layup. Absolutely. Check Mark, shoot it transition bucket. Absolutely. Check Mark. Shoot it. Probably going to get fouled because that's usually what happens. Trying to create. Yeah. yeah. Trying to create your own shot under any circumstances, unless there's two seconds left in the shot clock is where I get and he Cause he's like one for 50. Like he just doesn't, it, it's not there. And I know he probably feels like he has to be able to do that to be in the league. And that's not true. By the way, he could, he could yep. be, a hundred, like an A plus at those other things that you just said and be in the league. You're a specialist. That position exists now in the NBA. You do not have to be the, you know, some slasher or, or, you know, mid range guy. Now that might develop over time, but it's not there. So like, that's all I ask. Do those three things and do all the rest that you do. Great. I love it, but stop trying to create like when he creates, that's when he gets in trouble. That's the end. And I get, that's when I get angry. I think that's when Twitter gets angry. If he shoots a wide open three and misses it, even though he hasn't made one in January, uh, I'm still, except for, <laughs> except for the one he made, really important one he made this last game. Nice. I think that that's it. That's me. You know, I think we'll know offensively if this is going well to, on Tuesday, if the offense is more than just bowling ball, Jalen Wilson, if the, if the ball's moving, if we're, you know, maybe Grady's getting a, a shot or maybe Grady's driving. Maybe Jalen's doing some stuff. Maybe we're, we're getting some folks open. Maybe the pick and roll is working with KJ. Uh, if that stuff's going, I think we're going to have a good night. But if it's going to be bowling ball, Jalen, uh, go down and get fouled or go down and, and just hack up a, a missed layup, then I think it's going to be a rough night for us. But I think we're going to get that stuff figured out. I'm not worried about the defensive side. I think we're, we're squared away there, uh, you know, with, with how things have been going. But it's the rest of that. If it's, you know, play free, have shots go down, I think we'll be good to go. I'm I feeling think, good. I, I feel great about Tuesday. We need to talk just for a minute about Jalen Wilson. Cause I feel like Jalen's got a little slander on this podcast. And I, I might have been responsible for some of that over time. Uh the guy is averaging the most points in the Bill Self era right now. Twelfth highest in KU basketball history. And he has been great. He's been an alpha. He's a clear leader. He's doing the things late game that you want to see from that type of person, from that leader, from that, you know, he's doing some things, frankly, Ochai didn't do 
And no one ever said a negative word about Ochai. I'm just saying, like, people talking about All-American in the Raptors guy. I mean, he is doing, he's got the Ochai playbook. He came back another year. He's going to be drafted in the first round now. He's going to be, he's up for National Player of the Year. He's going to break some, potentially break some records. Uh, and he's, he's been great. Uh, I, I, so I, I just want to take a moment and apologize in some ways. Now, some of that, some of that shot selection, some of the inefficiency stuff, it's all still there. I don't care because the, what he's doing for this team is exactly what he has to do. I'm bought in. I want Grady to still shoot more. I want Kevin to still shoot less, but Jalen has been just absolutely great. So anyway, I, I, I had to get that off my chest, Andrew. His last four games, 38 points, 33 points, 23 points, 22 points. The guy continues to flourish. I mean, I think the na- the national conversation around Jalen Wilson is, you know, all, all American, like no doubt. Uh, and then Zach Eady is the, the only one above national player of the year. Probably. I think, I think he's closer to Zach Eady than maybe we think. I mean, the guy's averaging 21 and eight Zach Eady's averaging 21 and 12, but he's seven foot four. He cheats and and cheats. Right. He's a cheater. He's a cheater. You can't be seven foot. That's cheating. And, 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 (laughs) uh, Jalen initiates the offense. He does. He just does a lot more. Uh, so yeah, am I okay with Zeki gets national player of the year? Fine, but it's different. Jalen Wilson is the floor leader, the everything player uh, for this Jayhawk team, and we can't forget that. Imagine what the the rhetoric would be if we had won these previous three games and he had scored those points. Like nothing changes except the except the outcome of the game. And like, wow, you've got this team that's uh, one that lost one game. And you've got this Jalen Wilson guy who just scored 38, you know, 30, 22. I mean, it would be, maybe he would be in the running a little bit closer for national player of the year. And it's a long season. There's still still more that he can do. Uh, It's not like he's slowed down at all in the big 12. He's speeded up. He's actually uh, pushed that uh, points per game uh, up another level. So it's still early. He's our national player of the year. He's our floor leader. Uh, He's, you know, you're right. He's not Ochai. He's averaging a little bit above Ochai. He does things differently. He's a little bit more around the basket type of guy. Uh, but this is an NBA player, uh, and we can't forget that. Zach Eady is setting basketball back, like rewinding like 20 years. <laughs> like yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm watching this. I kind of like State. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching this Michigan State Purdue game right now. It's on here. Oh, no. Yeah. It was Monday on at noon. Uh, the dude is enormous. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's like, uh, he's one of those like old school centers. It's kind of fun. Like oh, it, and if you just like rewind basketball, like, you know, whatever he'd be, he, he's, he's that guy. Uh, now you say, we say he's cheating. He is cheating to be seven, four, but then again, if you're seven, four and you can do the things he does, that's pretty impressive too. Um, so, all right, I'm going to call my shot here. Seven, four is, is I'm going to call my one. shot here. If, if we, play Purdue in the tournament. Oh, I think we match up well. Whoa. Yep. That's right. Ernest, Ernest versus Zach. I think KJ can, can muscle KJ? him. Oh, I man. think KJ can muscle him. That would be fun. They, it, the I problem think we, is I think we would just pick run. and roll doesn't work. Cause he takes one step and can still block you. Cause he's got freaking go, go gadget arms. Um, yeah. but <laughs> I anyway. think, I think we can make him run, but we anyway. were talking about K state a second. K state. K state. This is what happens. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Like this, this team's ready to go against this team. Uh, this is going to be a top 10 matchup. We'll probably be ranked eight or nine. They'll be ranked, you know, three or four or five. This is going to be a matchup that the world's world is going to get to see on Tuesday. If you subscribe. no, they're not. Yeah, exactly. If you subscribe, <laughs> uh, uh, important yeah. question. What do you think the line's going to be? KU minus four. Yeah. I was going to say three and a half. So we're right there. And I've been probably low on KU. So you're probably more right. That's probably right. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think that they're going to give you an Allen Fieldhouse bump. And, you know, it was a one point game in Bramlage. So I think it's around there. What does Ken Palm have? Great question. 
Let's look it up. I bet it's my K by handful, but let's just check. It While you're doing is that. six points. Yeah, so it Josh. might be five then. I bet it's going to be more. So they're usually, Kid Bomb will give us a little more credit and, and then they'll balance it out for, I bet it's five. Which, yeah. I mean, that's probably right. That's probably right. All right, Andrew. Um, we have a little bit, we got the clash on the call. Right, which would be a fun game, and then we got uh, not like the the schedule gets easier here. We get to then go to Iowa State, correct, on Saturday, and correct, and then Texas we go to Texas or Texas, Texas at home. Texas at home. So back in whenever it was, we started this gauntlet that we talked about. The gauntlet being, I guess you can kind of back it up to. Uh, that Iowa first Iowa State game, where you go Iowa State, K State, TCU, Baylor, Kentucky, K State, Iowa State, Texas, toughest stretch of the year, right? Um, and you said you liked two losses, I think, and I said I would love two losses. I would take three. So here we are with the chance to go three and zero to get to three. I think would be incredible. But let's just do a quick rewind. Now we are where we are. What do you see the record the next three games? Be realistic. I know. Don't take off your KU glasses. Oh, so you want me to be like 100% realistic? Like, bring me back to earth. Yeah, because usually you're like, KU's going to win out. All, all right. The games. I'm going to get down to earth, be completely uh-huh. realistic, and I'm going to say we're going to go through. KU wins all three. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough. Well, Ken Palm would say we're probably best case scenario or, or most likely scenario two and one is the most likely scenario right, um, loss in Hilton. Yeah, and Hilton and and that's probably right I would take two and one right now I would love three and oh I would take two and one that's where I'm at okay I would love three and oh okay three and oh would be pretty great pretty great pretty they great. go three uh, and oh in the this, stretch they back. go this they're back in back. the top five this team's back Kevin they're back back any kind of want to anything you want to say back 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 back. This team is ready to go. Everybody's going to be playing well. And if if someone's not playing well, I think someone's going to be there to pick them up. We got a Bill Self fist pump, fist pump with a suit on, Andrew. We got that's what we got this week. I think people are underestimating how important that is. Throwback. People that's are underestimating that. Like yeah, no one. Why is anyone talking about that? Well, that's all we're talking about. I mean, kind of. We're we're the Jayhawk <laughs> authorities of record here, so yeah, it's being talked about. Okay, uh, that's all I'm saying. That's what you needed. You needed that to get back. You needed to, to beat Kentucky. You need to beat a blue blood. Get all these new bloods out of the way. You got to beat a got to beat a blue blood to get back. And we did it. Little nod to the gods, and we're back. So it should be a fun game on Tuesday in Allen Fieldhouse. If you're going to be there, we want to hear about it. Andrew, you're going to be there. I'll be there. All right. I will be on the road to Iowa, but good news there is I will probably be able to do a spaces afterwards. Cause I will be on the road to Iowa. Uh, so let's uh, maybe if you're around Andrew, happy to join us, but I'm going to probably do a, a road version of spaces after that game late night. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll be on the road back to uh, Overland park. So, okay. We'll see. We have to out. find someone who can, who can host it, but let's do a spaces after that game. Either way. It should be fun. All right, let's get out of here, Andrew. A lot of fun basketball to come. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're back. We're back. back. We're back. All right, rock talk, y'all. See you. Tried to tell him every time we on the court. I tried to tell him that we never coming up short. I tried to tell him that we came here to get the win. I tried to tell him that that they should never let us in. They say that we the best, but I say we the greatest. That's why they try to knock us down and always seem to hate us. That's why they talk about us. They know they can never fade us. It's tradition and that Kansas pride that has truly made us. They know just how we feel. They know at Allen Field that we gon' keep it real. 
Shout out to Bill. This for them fans that waited off in them long lines. Camped out before the games and they stayed a long time. Every dollar that we spend just to watch our team win. On a Jayhawk shirt or a new clean Benz with a sticker on the back. With the K and the U. Uh-huh, yeah, baby, that'll make you say, ooh. We at the top of the top just like we should be. Started from the bottom thanks to what James could see. Dr. Naismith made a game for man, changed lives for the players, and did the same for, for the fans. fans. For my J-Hawks, this for my J-Hawks fans. For my J-Hawks, this for my J-Hawks fans. For my J-Hawks, Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, baby. This for my J-Hawks fans. For my J-Hawks, this for my J-Hawks fans. For my J-Hawks, this for my J-Hawks fans. For my J-Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hawks, baby. All them years that we've been cheering, everything that we've been hearing, all them spreads that we've been clearing, never been no team we fearing, and look how Bill got us fearing, all them tournaments appearing, with no team that's interfering, nine times get to cheering, with them banners held high, and the crowd going wild, night before the final four, you can't even sleep now, yeah we at the peak now, we can't even leap down, March Madness, man, we've been waiting weeks now, if you a Hawks fan, go ahead and hold them ones high. Shout out to the boosters showing love and the alumni. I'm speaking for the fans, even though I'm just one guy. We appreciate the love, love won't run dry. Imagine the state of Kansas with no Jayhawks. That's like having no streets but trying to jaywalk. They see us as support and we see them on the court. So we keep it loud and do our best so we don't come up short. We win together and we lose together. But win or lose, we still booze together. Struggles in my life will change me as a man. But one thing that'll never change, I'll be a Jayhawk fan. I ain't even got to really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. March Madness, here we can't be faded. Run, chuck, Jayhawk in your faces. I ain't even got to really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. March Madness, here we can't be faded. Run, chuck, Jayhawk in your faces. This for my Jayhawk fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks, Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, This for my J-Hawks fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks.